0: Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des i I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Happy Sunday! I hope you're having a fantastic day. Thank you for tuning in with me. It is right now eight o'clock p.m. on Tuesday, because you guys know it's my new recording day. And I'm not gonna lie, dude, I've had a pretty crazy week, and we're definitely gonna touch on that a little bit here. But what I want to just come out swinging with this is this is what's on my mind right now because it it virtually feels like World War Three, and that is. Selena versus Bieber right now. So should I say Gomez versus Bieber? If you guys have seen the piping, I mean literally the most piping tea ever on TikTok, it should be called Talk because there is nothing else running my For You page besides slime ASMR and Selena Gomez and Haley Bieber. So let's recap a little bit because I need to be upfront and honest with you guys even as a Bieber fan and should I say Baldwin I've always just loved Haley okay I didn't know it went this deep so if you guys are looking for a deep dive you need to get on TikTok right now and you need to watch these like 20 parts there's so many weird parallels going on right now of virtually what is looking like Haley Bieber virtually copying Selena Gomez and then there's this big run up right now, how Selena is self-made, right? She's She came from talent, not from money, right? Haley Baldwin is an Epo baby, and was grateful enough to have, you know, parents of status to get her into where she is right now. So a lot of people are, you know, riding for Selena because she's self-made, whatever. Girl, girl v. girl is what's going on right now. But if you want to do a deep dive, you need to do that. And I'll be transparent This goes so much deeper than I thought because growing up, loving Justin Bieber, knowing Selena and him were together, like, you know, I was heartbroken. And then when he started dating Haley, all these Selena people got mad and I never really understood, okay? I didn't realize how deep this situation went. And even as like a Bieber fan, quote, both Biebers, Haley and Justin, right? I love them both. And someone who grew up with Selena Gomez, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place, hello girls. Um, I didn't know how deep the situation went. I just literally thought Selena fans were fucking crazy and always just were like, Selena deserved Justin. Like, I didn't know why, okay? I thought it was always just the surface level of like, Selena deserved him. Like, I love Selena, I hate Haley now. I thought it was just like a jealousy thing. No, dude, there's some fucking weird shit. And there is some conspiracies and things that are, are lining up. And the thing I've been seeing a lot is that if, there's so many, if there are this many coincidences at one point, it's not a coincidence, right? So I don't know if you guys have seen that piping hot tea. I can't speak a ton on it because I've not deep dive. I've not taken a deep dive into it. I've not dove in because I feel like it's a place where if I go, I won't get out. So all of you are like, are you team Selena or Haley? You have to tell me, um, tell me on Brunch with Desby, tell me. And I'm here to say, just bear with me because I mama's got to catch up, okay? Mama's been busy taking care of big baby, big baby Wyatt. So I haven't been able to really sit on TikTok to like watch all those series. Because if I'm going to speak on it, here's the thing I want to be, I want to know. I want to know what I'm talking about before I just throw out like my opinion, right? And that's exactly it. At the end of the day, it's the court of public opinion. No one gives a fuck what I have to say. What I say will not impact someone like, you know, like Haley or Selena, right? Like we're all just kind of chasing the trend right now. What, what is it to talk about, right? And that's fine. Like we're, we're all allowed to talk. That's the beauty of social media, but also the downfall. So Haley is on my For You page right now, everywhere. Like her old videos, because people are blowing them up in the comments literally like calling her like lord farquad um calling her haley goldberg like joe goldberg <laughs> adding like at, at rare beauty just it's it's hostile and that's the thing I, i'm not really behind is like it's just it's never that i don't know how to explain it here's the thing they they live such a different reality than us celebrities do and sometimes I find myself spiraling thinking about it, right? Like I, like I I, will sit here some days and just be like, you know, I'm working on my computer and I'm like, what is Kylie Jenner doing? You know, like what is her life right now? Because she doesn't know any different. You know, they were born into a different category of people than a lot of us will ever be. So I'll even argue that someone like Selena, who has come from a very, you know, pretty normal upbringing, granted she was like on Barney and shit, which is kind of a big deal. But overall, she still had a decently normal childhood. When someone like Hayley Bieber, Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, they, they don't know what normal is, right? So they're so removed from what people like you and I deal with, to where these big scandals and stuff, Like, they just don't have the same understanding of like walk a mile in my shoes. Like, they don't know what your shoes look like. So, yes, they are a different realm of person, but they're still a person. And I can't help but think of us all assuming, right? At the end of the day, like what we're doing is all assuming. We will never, ever know. But like, that still hurts to even see on social media. So, whether people are coming at Selena because they're Team Haley or coming at Haley because they're Team Selena. It's, it kind of gets messy and it kind of gets gross because at the end of the day, it's just girls, girl on girl. And I hate that it came to that. So sorry that the first five and a half minutes are dedicated to this talk, but you, you asked me to cover it and I'm giving you my two cents. I still have to deep dive. Maybe we'll chat about it next week a little bit, but I, if you have not caught up on that, you need to catch up on it. Okay. Second, really exciting thing is I did get back my sunscreen and sarcasm account. So if you don't follow me on there, please do. It's kind of like my little personal account. I don't share it anywhere. I don't tell anyone about it. It's just like my little like safe space away from the other Instagram. So it's just all all one word sunscreen and sarcasm 2.0. So 2.0. All right. And if you follow me on there, I'll accept you Um, as long as you have like a profile photo really is what it comes down to. Um, And also I just checked my account to tell you guys the legitimate at. and someone commented on my post on there and said, as part of your me time, I'm going to need you to go down the Haley and Selena rabbit hole that is going on right now and give us your thoughts. So like you guys are begging for this. I will, I will continue to let you know. Okay. But make sure you follow me on sunscreen and sarcasm 2.0. With that being said, mental health update, no one's asking, but I'm sharing, all right? <laughs> I had a really weird week. Um, you know, it's my first like full week. It's Tuesday right now. So it's been seven days since why had a surgery. And it's been seven days of just a lot. And I have had so much support and help from, you know, my sister, my mom, she's come over a few times. My dad even came over. He brought us food once. My grandma came over today. She brought us food once. Um, Our nanny has been here every day, um, you know, Monday through Friday, the past two weeks, which is way more than normal. So I've had help, but the tackling of balancing not just my normal ass work, you know, like work that I have to do, but also then balancing creation of work, like content and stuff with finding silence. And then like I, like I said on my Instagram earlier this week, when I have to put the kids down for bed, I got to do it, you know, all by myself, which is fine. But like on nights like tonight, I, you know, I still have to edit my YouTube, record my podcast. It's already 8 PM. I haven't showered. I haven't made dinner, you know, it's like, it's just, it adds up to a lot, you know, and I, I just, I'm in a busy season right now, so it doesn't help. Um, so I'm navigating it, but it's just been a really rough week. Now with all that being combined, I had a really tough, um, mental breakdown, little, little Menti B came to visit, Des B, Des B Menti B. And I just was really struggling with my breastfeeding journey. And I think like, I'm supposed to start my period again here soon. I think I'm on like day 30 of my cycle. Um, which it's not going to be like on rhythm because, you know, I'm still kind of breastfeeding here and there whatever, but I'm like, I have this fear. I'm like, am I pregnant? There's no way I could be pregnant, but like, that's how scared I am to get pregnant. Can I just start my period? I'm bloated. I'm uncomfortable. I'm getting cramps. The cramps fucking hurt. Archie is like biting my nipple off all the time. He's scratching me the way he pulls my boobs apart is killing me. So all of these things added up. And then the other night, Maddox woke up out of his big boy bed fourth, four in the morning. Didn't go back to sleep. So here I'm up, I'm up at four. Why it can't take any help. Like why it can't take anything off my plate. Right. He, this bitch literally can't move. So I've just been struggling and it all loaded up to that day where I've been up since 4am trying to work out. I'm exhausted. I got so much work to do, etc. Right. And I, I just had a breakdown. Coincidentally, in the, in the middle of the gym. And the Linkin Park song was on on my Peloton ride. And um, it's that song. And the sun will set for you. You know, the, oh my God, that song's so good. The sun will set for you in the shadow of the day. Oh my God, I love the song. We'll embrace the world in grace. And the sun, you know, I can't stop will set for you. God, it's, oh my God. And then they hit this like guitar riff and it's like, Oh my God. Please go listen to the song right fucking now. You will cry. I don't know what chord it struck. But it just struck all the chords. I was thinking of my kids. I was thinking of my life and how grateful I am. I was affirming myself on the bike. You know, I'm like, I am strong. I can do this, whatever. And like all these emotions just flooded out of me. And it was nuts. So anyways, I had a weird, crazy week with that. And then our, our dishwasher flooded you guys might've seen that on TikTok. I've been going pretty hard on TikTok, right? So dishwasher almost flooded. Well, it did flood. Went all the way in our basement. It was the Amazon rainforest in our basement. We now have water damage. We had to submit a claim into State Farm. We're, we're working on, well, making sure that we have to. So just extra stuff I gotta take care of. I have to schedule my annual for my OBGYN, right? And it's just like, I'm worried about that. And then on top of that, I also... We had a little bit of a scare in our family. I'm not going to go into detail, but someone in our close, like my close family had to go to the doctor because of something that was worrisome that was in their body and blah, blah, blah. And it just, it rode on me this week, right? And and it was just a rough week. So if you had a rough week, I hope that you know I have rough weeks too. And I only say that because I think we get so hyper fixated on people who show up, do YouTube, do podcasts. Like, um, this is not a flex. Please do not take it this way. But I'm sure that some of you look at someone like me and you're like, how does she do it all? I, I feel like a failure because she's doing so much and I'm not, you know, I wish I could do all that. I know some of you might see me that way. You know, how does she do it all? How does she, number one, I have help. Number two, I sacrifice a lot. I, I, I probably, I would argue that I sacrifice my health. I really do. And I'm trying to get better at that. Because no amount of likes, content, followers, money is worth your mental or physical health. So I'm trying to find this boundary for me. I'm trying to find what makes me happy. Because at the end of the day, when I operate best, based off my human design map, okay, if you guys haven't done that yet, please go listen to a few episodes ago, my self-alignment journey, I operate best when I do what I love. Don't don't we all, right? You know? But I'm really trying to, to lean into that. And I'm trying to lean into just doing what I do and just knowing that if I keep doing what I do and what I love, at one point, successful will, will follow, right? So if you don't follow me on TikTok, go follow me on TikTok, desby, three underscores. I've been really loving doing like um, these like notes app, TikToks, kind of just talking about topics, talking about little like things, just everything, but you guys know I'm a talker. So it's been really just feeling in my element. Um, so I'm really loving it and you know, I'm just, I'm going for it. I love TikTok, I love YouTube. I love podcasts and I feel like podcast YouTube kind of coincides with TikTok. Instagram's Instagram is always going to be there, but I have thought about going off of Instagram for like a month. Like I'm like, I wonder if I could just stay off Instagram for a month. It's just difficult though, because a lot of my community is on there and I, It's hard to trust that they'll convert elsewhere. So like you guys that listen, you're like, oh, I'll follow you anywhere. I'm like, love you for that. But not a lot of people are podcast people, right? Respect. Not a lot of people are YouTube people. Like I'm sure someone listening right now has never watched one of my YouTube videos. That's fine. But that's why I'm everywhere. Right. So I don't know. Just, I'm just, I'm waiting for clarity. Let me call it that. So make sure you follow me on TikTok is what I'm saying, because I'm going to blow up. I just want to make that very clear. Next up, dear media in real life. You guys know I want to be on dear media, like something badly. Here's the thing. I, and it's not just dear media. I want a podcast production company, not company. I want, I want a platform. Um, you know, we're talking things like betches. I want a media company. There's the word. I want a media company that hosts platforms such as betches barstool Wouldn't necessarily want to be a part of them but just a point Um, or, you know, something like Dear Media, I want someone to take a chance on me and host my podcast. I'm so willing to learn. I'm I'm so open to learning. Um, I want to bring more guests on. I want there to be conversation. You know, I love talking. I love talking with myself. And I think to grow my podcast where it is right now, being virtually a solo podcaster is very impressive. Like I am very proud of what we have done here as a community and as a family, truly. But um, I would love Dear Media or something like that to take a chance on me, right? So I'm going to Dear Media in real life. They announced the other day that they're doing a big uh, in real life meetup type thing. And it's in May and I'm going to Austin, Texas for it. My sister is going with me. It's gonna be her and I's first trip together since 2018 solo like just her and I we're leaving the kids with the husbands I'm gonna go it's gonna be my couple days away to also wean from Archie before his first birthday um completely if I don't you know choose to uh, stop breastfeeding beforehand and uh, I'm really excited I'm gonna meet the hosts of some of my favorite podcasts they're gonna have like networking and baby girl you know I bought the VIP tickets because let me tell you if there's one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go and I'm gonna show up and I'm gonna be professional as fuck I already have my eye on some hot pink blazers. I am ready to make a statement. I'm making business cards. So if any of you guys out there are designers of any sort and you want to help me make a banger business card, media kit, whatever the fuck I can show up with in a beautiful presentation be like, here I am. Please help me. Help me get on Dear Media Studios, okay? I know a lot of you guys told me too to like find people on LinkedIn and reach out to them. I'm down for it. Just I haven't had the time, and I hate that excuse. But I'm so serious. Here's the thing: I haven't made it a priority. Let me be honest with myself. There we go. It's never I don't have the time. It's always I didn't make it a priority. Let's be honest with ourselves, right? Why are the dishes not done? Oh, I didn't have the time. No, you didn't make a priority. Why? Why haven't you started laundry yet? You haven't made it a priority, right? And that's okay. Not everything needs to be at the top of the list right now. Looking on LinkedIn is, can't be at the top of my list. It's not my priority right now. It can't be. Um. So that is kind of the update there. Last few things that, um, of course, I have to do. Number one, new YouTube video every Wednesday. All right. If you guys have not went and supported my YouTube, please do it. I actually had, this pisses me off, dude. I had someone um, report my video like they copyrighted it because it was quote their music. I forgot to put it in this description box. I've done it every other video and just simply forgot this time around. They copyrighted my video. And I don't know if you guys understand this, but when you get a video copyrighted, you no longer make the money from that video. They do. Isn't that fucking bullshit? So I spent six hours editing this video and now some fucker gets to use it Gets to take all my money from me still putting in that work and it still being my content. Isn't that weird? I think there, there should be like a 50, 50 or something. You know what I'm saying? Like nonetheless, like I said, I've, I've used this guy's like kind of background music all the time. It's very low. And yeah, so he, he took my money from me, which, you know, it's only about $25 as of now, but what if that video blows up? Imagine if it hit a million views and I made like a couple thousand dollars off it. Can you imagine? Oh my God. I would have been so pissed. Um, anyways, so I want to shout out a few of you that have commented on my last video. Um, we did a couple's cooking. It was so fun and I hope you guys enjoyed it. This week's video, I have a Petula try on and a Paragon try on minimally, but I just wanted to shout out a few of you real quick from the cooking video. Cause my newest video obviously hasn't gone live yet. First off, um, I wanted to thank, Uh, Heidi Hazel. Sorry. I wanted to say Heidi. I don't know why Heidi Hazel. This was a great video. Love the silliness. Also. Thank you just so much. Nicole Franco, as always, she's always on my shit in the best way possible. This video is everything I hope for and more. Why talking to himself was so good. I don't know if him talking to himself is my favorite, or you pretend to be Squidward with the face massager. (laughs) Um, Leah Stewart, hi I love this video. The cooking portion was hilarious. Wishing you the best of luck and speedy recovery to Wyatt. Thank you so much. By the way, Caroline Lepa, Lepano, LMFAO, Wyatt having the pot on one burner. Why having the different burner on was 100% me last night. Not me wondering why my water wasn't boiling for 10 minutes. It's okay, buddy. You guys are literally killing me. Um, but yeah, Car- Carly Goldberg, Emily Vine- Vine- Vin Vynickack, Vin- sorry. Nikki Johnson, Christina Milner, Sarah B, all of you guys, just any of the comments. I just appreciate you guys so much. Um, I know it takes a time. It takes time to watch my video. It takes time to comment. It takes time to give a little, you know, thumbs up or a heart. And I know it sounds silly, but as a creator, those small things, they add up. And so when you take that second for me, just know I appreciate it more than you know. Um you guys are awesome. Thank you for supporting me on this journey of YouTube again. Um you know, it's it's been humbling to come back, right? Because I I spent so much time building my YouTube a few years ago and I I don't I'm not getting you know, the same views as I used to like whatever. And that's fine. It's not about that. It's just humbling to like come back and really, you know, have to work at it again. Um, you have to, you have to really push super hard. So also great news. Just looked at my video and actually had another one that was copyrighted. So yeah. So there's two videos that now I am not monetized at all. Um, that hurts. I wonder why that other one, (laughs) copyrighted. What the f- By the way, copyright doesn't give you a strike. Like it's not like, oh, I can never upload again. Like it's not bad that you get copyrighted. It's just again that fact that like you put in the time to edit it, but now you cannot monetize it. And whoever whoever made the music that like they found, even if it's 5 seconds, they make it. So, if I ever play like say Rihanna in the background, I have to make sure it's completely off or else I could get copyrighted from that alone. It's very touchy. YouTube's very touchy. So, Definitely keeping an eye out on that motherfucker. Um, Okay, last thing, Petula, launching March 7th. Um, Story, uh, launching March 1st, which, you know, we're already past that, sorry. New Paragon, March 5th. Um, So we have a lot of great things coming up and you guys do not want to miss or go check if there are things in stock. Code Desby, as always, to save money. I have given you guys little easter eggs on something I'm working with this year and I do just want to let you know it is going to be in the fall. So if you guys want to start saving in your fucking piggy banks right now, I'm going to I'm going to let you know I have manifested something that is coming to fruition this fall, all right? Last thing, watches and skincare. First off, watches. I'm not talking Rolex. I'm talking about what I watched this week. I have a great show to put you guys on. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix series. It's called The Recruit. When Wyatt put this on the other night, I was laughing. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is, this is what we're going to watch. Within 15 minutes, I'm in. It was a very quick, it was a very quick switch of like, I'm into it. it. It wasn't a slow burn. It didn't make you like twiddle your thumbs. It was really good. Got into it right away. The acting's a little cringe at times, but like in the best way possible. Very just like, I don't know how to explain it. Like new girl vibe, like great acting, but like a specific kind of style of acting. Anyway, watch it. The Recruit, very good. One season on Netflix. The Last of Us, all right? Last week's episode. Again, we're always a week behind. Don't forget that. So last week's episode, probably the worst, probably the worst of all of them. Um, you know, Ellie, it was kind of her story. It's kind of her, her time to shine, which I was cool with because I, I wanted to know how she got to where she was, right? Like you kind of are like, okay, is has she had a bad life? Like what's going on? She was born in zombie land. So it's not like she knew normal life beforehand. So like, what's her story? So we kind of get a glimpse at this. We get this, uh, understanding that she could be either, you know, a lesbian Maybe bisexual, you know. We're not completely sure, but in this case, she does end up kind of like loving her best friend, um, who is played by Storm Reid, amazing actress. And so they end up having like you know a kissing scene, and you know they're it's all romantic and shit. And then all of a sudden, this big fucking zombie rolls in, ruins it. They have to like fight to the death of this zombie. They look down, boom, they're both bit. Okay, they're they're in like this mall, abandoned mall, in um, the QZ. So that was like, literally the whole episode. Like, that was it. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know, dude. I'm just, I love the show a lot, but I feel like they're they're breaking it up so much. It's like pissing me off. Overall, great production, right? But it was like, it just wasn't another episode where I thought I was gonna get what I was gonna get, okay? Last thing that I will say about that that show, about The Last of Us, if you go back to the episode of, When like Henry and his brother, like they died at the end of the director's cut, there's actually a director on scene and she is wearing a hydro jug and it's the floral hydro jug from my collaboration launch, not my specific jug sleeve from hydro jug, but from the launch of the jugs. If you guys remember, we did three different floral designs that launched with it. And I just thought that was really cool. It was like, go off fucking, someone's using a hydro jug on the, on the, um, set of the last of us. And it's, it's literally on HBO. Like that's so cool. Um, so yeah. Okay. Last thing, skincare 24 seven ultra hydration serum from Tula is on sale March 2nd for forty eighty When you use my code desbe this is a brand new formula. I told you guys a little bit about it last week. Um, 24 seven ultra hydration. So this is going to be good for any skin type. It's definitely a very thin, it's a very thin product. Like it's not thick. It doesn't feel like the anti-wrinkles treatment, et cetera. But you're going to do this after your toner. So after your toner, before your moisturizer, um, there's peptides in it, apples, watermelons, squalene in it, and collagen. Squalene is one of my favorite ingredients. There's blueberries in it, um, which just provides like antioxidant protection. Different um complexes of three different hyaluronic acids. This allows your, your skin to like physically plump up, reduce the appearance of wrinkles as we always know. And obviously like you want to make sure that your face is semi hydrated for, for different types of hyaluronic acid to do their thing. Okay. So don't just apply this to dry skin, make sure your skin is hydrated, not wet, hydrated. Okay. Um, so as always you can use code DESB for 15% off that and you'll get you'll get it for forty eighty. Today, we have a tell me a secret episode. Very excited for this. And I will say next week, we're planning on doing an episode with Michaela, my sister, talking all things postpartum slash sister chat slash like breastfeeding. I've had this requested from actually quite a lot of you after opening up this past week about my struggles with just like wanting to quit my breastfeeding journey. And I had a lot of first time moms reach out with their they're kind of concerns of what they're going through, but also I've had people that have our current moms or have been before. And they're just like, I would love something to share with my friends. Um, and other people actually came to me about two or three of you, which isn't like a ton of numbers, but people are thinking about it. They're like, Hey, my friends are breastfeeding. How can I support them? It's just like a friend who doesn't have kids. And I love that for you guys. I love that you're asking that. So without further ado, let's, roll a quick ad from our partner, BetterHelp, and then get into today's episode. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people- think, you know, maybe, Oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the, to the top again? Right. Better help is customized online therapy. That offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. You can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on BetterHelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. Tell me a secret. This is my favorite thing we've ever started doing because you guys are so crazy. And you like at the end of the day, even if some of these are like dramatized and even if you guys like lie and you're just writing like you're a writer and you're just a good writer. I don't fucking care because I think these are so fire and I love just like blind reacting to them. So like we never really get like know what we're going to get. Sometimes they start off strong. Sometimes we get one in the middle that we're like jaw dropping. So we'll see where we go this time around. Let's just dive in, shall we? I just, I feel like I just, I have to start reading. Oh, hold on, hold on. I shared this on my sunscreen uh, account the other day. I was literally on an important call. <laughs> I was on an important call and we were talking and I told this person something along the lines I what I was trying to say is like, I'm sincerely like so grateful for our connection. Like I was telling them, you know, I'm, I'm sincerely so grateful. I was saying something like that, right? Bro, I'm on this important call. I say sincerely, God, it was so embarrassing. I just know that they're like, what? How do you even get that mixed up? (laughs) Okay, here we go. My husband and I had sex before we were married. We both come from extremely Christian families and only two people we trust know that. So I'm assuming they were Pretending that they were virgins, but they weren't. Despite using protection while we were engaged, we ended up pregnant and neither of us were prepared to be parents. So we mutually decided to have an abortion. This is something we can't openly share with anyone because we know their views. But to this day, we know we made the right decision for us. Sincerely, a girl with zero regrets. I think that's so powerful um, because it, it is it is a personal decision. I don't think anyone deserves... To know that, I'm glad we're in a place where we can um, openly have those conversations with people and for the most part, a lot of people will will not shun us, will not care. However, as sad as it is, in my opinion, I'm glad that you were able to make that decision and feel comfortable keeping that and withholding that just because it's hard to do that and make that type of decision with no support too, right? Like I know that you're saying your family wouldn't have agreed, but it's hard to go through those emotions of making that decision and then not having anyone to like lean on. So I'm glad that you and your then fiance were able to lean on each other. My boyfriend, my best friend and her boyfriend were all hanging out at my house for my best friend's birthday. We were drinking so they were going to crash at my place. My boyfriend drank oh way too much and around 3 a.m. he was non-stop puking. My friend and her boyfriend randomly went upstairs and I was comforting my boyfriend who was puking his guts out. After like 40 minutes of them being on, I went up to check on them because we were all sleeping on the main floor. I knock on the bathroom door and my boyfriend answers, the boyfriend answers and says his girlfriend is upstairs. I go check on her and don't find her. So I ask him again. He says she's actually in there with him in the tiny bathroom. I'm pretty sure they were fucking or something because they didn't come down for another 30. When they do, he says, sorry, we took so long. Like what the fuck? Not having them over again from the embarrassed friend. I mean, like, what do you expect? But I also understand, like, when you do, like, we all know someone's fucked in our house, right? But when you know it happened, it's, like, different. Like, I'd rather just pretend like I don't know. Like, I know that it probably happened, but I'd rather just not know. I feel like when you know it happened, it's almost, like, more awkward. Because it's, like, I know you did it, but, like, it's kind of disrespectful, but like, it's not because I know you did it, but I'd rather just not know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Is it disrespectful to have sex in someone else's house? Is it? Let me know. And I'm not talking hotels, okay? I'm talking literal houses, like your friend's house, not an Airbnb either. I'm talking literally you're over at your friend's house. Is it? Is it disrespectful to have sex in someone else's house? In obviously a guest bedroom or something like that. I'm now happily married to my mentally abusive ex-fiance's brother. <laughs> and we're expecting our first child. Everyone hates us in the family, but we don't care. I left him in January and started dating his brother in February. Here we are in July. Craziest way to meet your soulmate, but I've never been happier. XOXO gossip girl. Okay. So I'm back in the files. Like there's over 300 entries. I'm at response three. Cause I like to bop around sometimes. So I'll start at the fresh. I'll start at the middle. So we're back in the files. But, like, wow. So by this time, this person has had this has definitely had this baby. so I need I need to I need an update. <laughs> I have disassociated myself from my entire family other than my little brother because they got so mad at me for going to college, first generation college student. They think I'm better than them. They placed bets my freshman year when I would drop out. These bets occurred at family Thanksgiving. I wasn't even invited to it my brother told me about it. So instead of being a bitter bitch, I went to grad school, finished top of my class, and now have a master's degree. I moved eight hours away from them, got married, didn't tell them, they found out on social media, and I've now started my career making big money. Growing up poor now, I have life insurance for the first time ever. It sucks not having a family, but my mental health without them is better. By the way, I take my licensure exam this week. So wish me luck. And they still made fun of me for getting raped in high school because I was raped by my sister's ex-boyfriend, an educated, determined, resilient bitch. So this is a, this is a doozy because here we are, we have a first generation student, which, you know, me too. High five. And then you have your family hating on you, So then you get, instead of like going out and getting like revenge body, you go out and like get revenge money, which is a flex. And I understand not having like a family to share it with, but also I feel like family is what you define it. Sometimes it's blood. Don't get me wrong. Um, But I think a lot of people find family in more people outside of their family than usually in it. So that is awesome. That is something I would definitely flex if I were you. I accidentally farted during sex last night. My boyfriend didn't even notice and kept on going. F- Sincerely, farty but smarty, <laughs> dude. Have you guys ever farted during sex? You have. You. Ha- I'll put it on a poll on the brunch with Desbian Instagram. You have to let me know. I personally have not. I have not, but I need to know who has. Cause like, does it smell? Like, is it a smelly fart? Like, what if it's a smelly fart? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that's a quick way to ruin the mood. So a guy I was on and off with for like three years in undergrad, but never dated actually got a girlfriend. One of the times we were off and he had her for like two years. He'd still hit me up and we hook up occasionally when he was drunk. He'd tell me she wasn't very good in bed and all that fast forward a year and a half into them dating her sorority party at the bar. It oh has a party at the bar I'm bartending at. She avoided me like the plague. I probably overserved him and got a decent tip out of him. His girlfriend came into my bar and would get fucked up and buy me shots all the time. Sometimes even after I just left her man's house before my shift. Yikes! They broke up and we ended up bonding over shit talking about him. But she never found out that we'd hook up. Still, dude is trash. Her and I found really good guys and are thriving now. But phew, it was a mess. Sincerely, the ultimate side bitch. I have, I might have done this one time in my career of hookups is hook up with someone who had a girlfriend. And I say that lightly because they were kind of in the same situation of like, they were on and off and we were on and off. So it's like when I was hooking up with him in high school, was he actually on or off with her? I don't know. I can't say I've ever purposely done that though. You know what I mean? I would, I need to get feedback on that one too. Like have you been a side piece and been proud of it? Post breakup, I hooked up with two guys in one night, literally with, (laughs) we've talked about this before, within an hour of one another, honestly was so drunk, but coherent enough to remember the second guy was definitely better than the first. He was also better than my ex. I don't think I slept that night. Like me and guy number two went at it for hours. He definitely knew what he was doing. Sincerely, naturally innocent girl experiencing baddie life. We have spoke on this before, and we have been open and honest here at Brunch with Desby that I have, in fact, also done the same thing, and I, in fact, also got caught. I don't know if we've ever talked about that part, but I 100% got caught, Um, and the, the kicker is one of the guys that I was in this triangle with in just a singular night, He was kind of my boyfriend at the time. Like we were actually kind of exclusive, but also not. So like, that's why I hooked up with two people. He found out though, and he was foreign. And when I tell you I've never dated anyone more mean than a German man, and this is, I'm sorry, like this, I'm just being so honest. The way that he verbally and borderline physically abused me because of this is fucking nuts but I was so obsessed with him mostly because he would like switch accents on me and like speak German around me. And it was like, just so I was so like trapped in like this, like amazement of what he could do and how he spoke. And it was terrible. So there's my little bit, but I did in fact get caught because one was an athlete and the other one was an athlete for two different sports. And then they somehow worlds collided. (sighs) Yikes. I'm getting hot flashes thinking back about that. So that was dumb. Hooked up with my parents, friend's son, six years, my senior, and also friends with my parents. I lasted a hot second because he said he couldn't stop thinking about my dad and what he would think. I rolled over and went to sleep. Cute boy. Great kisser. Bad pillow talk. Bad pillow talk. What talk? But brought, brought a new chick around a few weeks later. And I said, bye, Felicia. Yikes. Uh, that's, that's when you kind of just got to realize it really is just a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel, I feel like at some point you do have to just like, no. Okay. Here, this one looks like it could be a funny one. Um, during basketball practice, my senior year, my tampon fell out in the middle of the gym because my male head coach wouldn't let me go to the bathroom. I asked multiple times, but you know, authority figures. I felt it slipping in And what do you do, LOL? So I asked during a scrimmage, water breaks and conditioning. I finally just went in and I got to the bathroom and realized there was no tampon. (laughs) I lied to myself and said, maybe I just missed it. I don't know. Then my other male coach walked over to see what was in the middle of the floor as I'm finishing my conditioning and this team is watching. Realizes, then tells a freshman to pick it up. Every time after that, no questions. I could leave practice whenever I wanted. He made someone else pick it up. Like, I'm sorry. I got to know, like, is this a day two period tampon? Is this a day five period tampon? Is this a, I kind of ended, but just in case tampon, like I got to know the level of severity in this case to really place out a claim of why the fuck would he have her pick it up? That sounds terrible. Okay. Next up. Gosh, a lot of these are like just a little bit raunchy tonight a lot lot less sex going on so I went to Vegas for a bachelorette party and sometimes we dabble in recreational fun well we went to this pool party and we were all pretty brown waiting in line thought we had a cabana but we didn't so we joined some dudes and took over their cabana that's a flex we all had our titties out and actually just a few and and mostly making out with each other actually just a few too but we drew a big, big crowd around us I snuck in some party favors and for letting us take over the cabana, I told this dude he had something in his teeth. So I took a fat scoop and shoved it in his mouth. He looked at me and said, what was that? And I was like, nothing. He said like, serious, what was that? I said, pixie dust, like joking. And I kind of got weirded out. Then my best friend had no swimsuit top on and this big chubby guy was wearing it. And the people who worked there kicked us out. As we were leaving, the dude i i did that too said to me, "You're lucky you're leaving. I'm a cop." <gasps> then pissed in bushes by the entrance. Wait, my jaw just dropped. You're wait, so you shoved drugs in the cop's mouth? <laughs> oh my God. I I feel like he's lying, dude. There's no way he couldn't have arrested you. Holy shit. I went on a hike to see a waterfall with a couple of my friends last month. You go down a big ass flight of stairs to get there. After taking a few pics, I stepped off a rock and I shit myself. What? TMI, but it was like hot lava shit that ran to the side of the stairs where it was most heavily wooded pulled down my shit filled shorts to squat and waiting for it to end I was using leaves to wipe up whatever I could, but dude, it was everywhere. Worst part, as I'm squatting with straight hot lava shit coming on my ass, a group of people came down the stairs and made direct eye contact with me. Oh my God. The friends I was with are my day one a one so They were cool about it. Drove me to Walmart, bought me new pants, wet wipes, and I hid in the bathroom. I couldn't stop fucking laughing. Definitely a nice little piece of trauma to my life story. Sincerely, lava girl. I will tell you guys, The one time that I remember shitting myself, besides when I was a kid, this was 2017. Apple cider vinegar was a hot commodity. I don't know what in God's green earth possessed me to actually take a shot of that every single morning, but there was one morning in particular, I took a shot of it. Within a couple minutes, I go to like sneeze or maybe cough. It was one of those where like, I'm just giving like that exerting motion of, you know, (sighs) something. And I literally shit at the same time. No, like didn't even see it coming. Didn't even need to shit. Like it just happened. And I stopped using apple cider vinegar after that. Luckily I was at home sitting on like a bar stool or else I would have, I would have literally RAP'd. I'm dating a man 12 years older than me. I really like him, but I'm afraid of what my family thinks and will think about it. Sincerely, an anxious queen. 12 years is like not bad. It depends on like what age you're at, right? Like in my opinion, because maturity affects so much. Like stuff that I would do at the age of 20, totally different than what I would do at the age of 32, right? At the age of 30, maybe things I would do at 42 could be like kind of similar, right? Like you're really, you're, you're into your maturity, but like, so if I were to think of someone dating 12 years older when they're like in their late twenties, thirties, it doesn't seem as bad as like when you think about a young, like 18 year old dating 12 years up. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Hmm, I'm never here to judge Cause like at the end of the day, I never know you. You never know me. I never know anyone that we see on Instagram. You never know anyone you see on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. So it's like, I'm we can't sit here and completely judge not knowing the whole story, but we can take our experiences of knowing where we were at at that age and at least understand like maturity level and be maybe like worried. But I think it's important that people care for you and might be like worried but I feel like that's when you have to just allow you as in that person to like make make the leap. And if it fails, you know, you're there to support you. Like your friends will be there to support you. And then you learn, right? But it's when like you, ha- you can't say like, oh, I told you so. AKA like your family or friends, right? So I understand wanting to keep it a secret. But also like I feel like you need that support system too. So I just wanted to know someone else's thoughts on this. My mother and father separated. My father got sick. And by that time, my mother had already gotten half of everything and had a new boyfriend moved 16 hours away. Wow. That's a lot. I was by my dad's side during his sickness and my mom, my, oh, I'm sorry. My sister was in the Navy. My dad didn't divorce her because he was retired military and wanted her to keep her ins. Well, long story short, he passed away and she took the other half of the money because they weren't divorced. I would you know I'm curious what your guys's thoughts are on this too because I've seen similar stories where families have been divorced and one of the spouses continued to pay the life insurance for example of that other person even though they're not married they're like actually legally divorced in this case but they still get that life insurance policy when that person passes and I mean they're the one that paid on it right however in this case you know we're talking about this person's dad being a really nice man wanting to still kind of take care of the, the mother of his children, right? He passes away and she still gets this money. I would assume that there could have been some type of like living will, like a will going on. But is it more of maybe like, are we frustrated that the money didn't go to you guys as in his daughters? Because I would agree. I think that the money should have gone to you guys before your mom, no offense, I would, I'd be curious if anyone else has ever gone through an experience like this or has had to go to like probate court or something when someone has passed unexpectedly. Because, yeah, what do you do in that situation? You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like that that one's really hard because you never want to see it happen. You know? So I, I apologize that you had to go through that. Um, but I hope that maybe we can get some feedback from you guys. I've literally never told a single soul about this. So here it goes. (sighs) Rewind to my college era. I was dating a guy who I'd been on and off with for for years. We move in together and everything was going really well or so I thought, LOL. Looking back, he was for sure a raging alcoholic and a narcissist. Anyways, one night he was so passed out drunk, I decided to clean out the closets and came across his old phone. So I plugged it in and turned it on. I'd never once gone through his phone, didn't have any suspicions of him being unfaithful. We'd been broken up the previous summer, so I for sure was curious to see if he had anything on it from that time. To my surprise, he literally never deleted a single thing. Shamefully, I looked through some of the stuff. He had talked to a couple girls, but nothing too crazy. He even told them that he didn't want to talk to them anymore because he couldn't get over his ex, a.k.a. me. This kind of made me happy, but also made me feel like a literal pile of shit for going through his phone. I came across some messages from a girl who I know likes to party. And I saw that he sent that she had sent him a photo. I opened the photo and it was a picture of my boyfriend getting his dick sucked by his best friend, who is indeed a dude. Ooh, my heart dropped so fucking fast that it literally felt like it became one with my butthole. Oh my God, I shut off the phone so fast. I put it back where I found it. I forgot, tried to forget what I'd seen, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, is my boyfriend a bisexual? Does he like his best friend? Was this a one-time thing? Why did the girl take the photo? Why was the girl in the room with them? Did they have a threesome? All these questions are going through my head, but I eventually stopped thinking about it until his best friend came to visit us. And girl, you know, I was studying their each and every move. Nothing seemed weird or out of the ordinary. So as hard as it was was for me, I tried to move on. I couldn't even bring myself to ask him about it. A couple months go by and things were just not working out. Um, this secretly being one of the reasons. So we eventually break up. Fast forward to present day. He seems happily married to a lady. Written in from the girl who dated a guy who might secretly have been a bisexual. That's pretty that's pretty hardcore to see a picture. You know what I mean? Like, it's one thing to like open up a text and then be like, dude, I can't believe Adam sucked your dick last night. LOL. You know, like it's one thing to get a text and read the text and have your mind wander. But when you have a photo to address this action with and think about it, that's, I mean, that's pretty, (laughs) that's pretty intense. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. Hey, Des, I have a major gym crush who approached me because we had matching shoes at the gym, normal, right? Problem is I have a boyfriend that I'm in love with. Am I horrible? I don't want to date or hook up with my crush or want to even know him outside of the gym. It's one of those things where I like to look at him and want to know his name at the gym, but nowhere else. Him being in there kind of motivates me, but it can be distracting. I'm so shitty, LOL. He also just walked by my car while I'm typing this. Fuck my life. sincerely the world's worst girlfriend. So I'm laughing because, you know, I'll be very transparent here. I've never experienced this. Like I I can't say I've ever had like a gym crush. I, sometimes I'm, I feel like ever since breastfeeding and I talk about this in last episode too, I'm like, am I like asexual right now? Like I swear to God, I, I can barely be turned on by anything. I hope that this time passes for me, but I'm just keeping it 100 with you. Now, in this case, I think as long as you keep it like where you're at, it's fine, right? Like here we, here we can admit he might be cute. He motivates you. You kind of look at him at the gym. You leave, you forget about him, right? Like, I don't think there's any shame in that. Um, you can't tell me that your boyfriend hasn't gone somewhere by his self and gone oh like she's super attractive and then like he leaves wherever it was and like it ends there. I feel like as long as it ends where it starts, there's no fault. We're human. It's nature to have an attraction. An energy attraction, right? Like it's not something we can ever get away from. And I don't think that's that's a point of like being unfaithful. I think it's just like welcome to welcome to attraction, right? Like we all have attraction. And just because you get married or you're in a relationship doesn't mean that you just stop looking at other people. But what you do stop is, is acknowledging that outside of where it happens and pursuing it. I feel like that's a really good point. I feel like that I said that really well. Let me know. Okay. A few more. So I used to work out at a health bar. Oh, I'm sorry. Used to work at a health bar when I was in high school and I worked there for almost three years. It was a family owned business and the owner's family would stop in sometimes to visit, get food for lunches and whatnot. Well, her son, we'll call A, would stop in and talk to all of us and get food. He was 25 at the time I was 17. He would flirt with all of us working there because that's just how he is. Well, we hit it off because we both liked the gym and eventually he asked for my Snapchat. After a while of talking, we started working out together. I was freshly broken up with the guy I'm actually with now. we have been dating for like a little over seven months at this time since I was single and lonely but still hung up over my ex. I started hanging out with my boss's son outside of the gym. I went over to a friend's house who also worked with me and ended up sneaking out of their house to go spend the night at A's house. I got over there and we went to his room because we were sneaking around his two roommates who were married. We ended up having sex and it wasn't bad, but girl, he could not last. We ended up hooking up again a little bit later and he didn't even last 30 seconds. I was not ready for that. A couple months later, my ex and I had gotten back together. Nobody knows what happened between A and I besides my friends whose house I snuck out of. My boyfriend and I are still together four and a half years and he doesn't know anything happened between A and I. He only knows we went to the gym together, but my current boyfriend lasts so long that I got to tap out sometimes. Anyways, I'm happy with him and that's all that matters. Sincerely, written in from a girl with a secret. So this is funny because I've been in a similar predicament when I was young. Um, flirting, like I was literally 16. I had to have been 16 or 17 flirting with a guy who I mean at this time he was probably about the same age like 25 I would even argue 27 but he worked where I worked and I I just always had like this energy of him watching me me watching him like it was just weird like nothing ever happened but we would always say to each other like okay like tech he would always tell me text me when you're 18 text me when you're 18 looking back now, like that he said that publicly, it was like so weird. Like he would say that in work, like we'd be working and he would say that. And I'm like, Ooh, that's so strange. Nothing. We never acted on it. I never acted on it. I never even thought to actually act on it, but it was still like the idea of like that attraction to someone older. But as I've mentioned, I think in previous episodes too, I've definitely dealt with multiple relationships who have had erectile dysfunctions there's nothing embarrassing about it. Okay. I get it. But it was one of those things that like you mentioned, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, what is this sex? I didn't like, I didn't know this. Like, these are like my first people I hooked up with, right? Like I had no experience. Then I went to college, had sex with someone else. And I was like, Oh, so that wasn't normal. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) I had no idea. Okay. Last one because it sounds pretty good. And I hope it is buckle up for a long, but crazy one. I don't even know where the fuck to begin here. So I just need to get this off my chest and get some advice and words of encouragement from my fave podcast host. I'm honored. So my husband and I have been married for almost three years and just had our baby boy 17 months ago. He's always given me some red flags, but I chose to look past them and talk myself out of the issue. He would send TikToks of girls shaking their asses to his friends and they would talk about the videos. I found almost two years of OnlyFans charges on his bank account, which he told me was his friend using his card so he didn't get caught by his wife. Three weeks later after I delivered, literally three weeks, I went through his phone and found messages on Kik Kik, of him talking to other girls about meeting up and having sex, sending and receiving nudes, and much more. I was shaking so hard when I confronted him. He was sincere and seemed really sorry he told me he never actually met up with any of them and he couldn't lose me and do any, And he would do anything to make this right. My dumb ass believed him and we went to therapy, which eventually led him to telling me he's not going anymore. Fast forward three months to Christmas time. He does some sketchy ass shit and denies again when we travel back to our hometown and he goes out for the weekend. I start to believe him less because he always says someone else is using his phone when I find things. And to me, it just sounds like bullshit, but we move on. Well, he gets deployed and when he comes home, I find that he downloaded plenty of fish the day I moved back home and his Tinder says the subscription expired past this past October. Now I've never used Tinder, but that sounds to me like he was using it while we were away. Anytime I bring these issues up, he gaslights me and tells me I'm always starting shit and I never trust him. I mean, do you see why? I really do love him and I don't want to split up our family, but I literally think deep down about these things all the time. It makes me think there's something wrong with me, even when I know there's not. Am I overthinking things that aren't a big deal? Sincerely a girl who's trying her hardest to keep it together. Wow. That's that's a loaded Yeah, that's a loaded thing, okay? That's a It's a loaded question here. Number one, your feelings are your feelings. You are allowed to feel whatever you need to feel. Um, and I think this idea of gaslighting in that situation is is really toxic. Um, I'm not sure what, you know, it looks like in terms of your guys' family and like finances and stuff, but sometimes it's difficult when our spouse, one of our spouses is completely single-sided carrying the family, if you want to call it that. And I only say that because in this instance, like maybe you could feel a little worried because like what would your life look like, right? Like, you know, and again, I'm just assuming, I don't have the whole story. But what I'm trying to do is bring you peace that if you do always what is best for you and you know, fuck yourself. If you do what is best for your child, the best for everyone will come out. (sighs) I'll be honest. I don't know if I would have even stuck around knowing that, I had seen photos in like messages of him talking to other women saying that he wanted to meet up for sex. That would have been like a immediate fuck no for me. Like to to be very transparent. Like that alone would be like, no, I don't think I could ever like find him attractive again. Like, and again, this is me. I'm just sharing my advice. However, I commend you guys for going to therapy. I think that could be very useful, but if it's kind of like taking a dog to obedience classes, right? Like If you take your dog to obedience classes, but you don't practice the tricks at home, what's going to happen? So if you go to therapy, but you're not practicing the things and changing the things at home, what is therapy, right? So I feel like there's either the option of going back to therapy, revisiting therapy, maybe even finding a new therapist that could help mediate a little bit more, or B, listen to your heart, listen to your gut, and know that, that first initial reaction is probably what you should be doing. You know what I mean? Never fear the future too. Because again, if you're taking care of what you need in this moment, you're taking care of yourself in this moment, you will be taken care of, you know? Ooh, that was a, that, those few, few of those were loaded today. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode as always. We still have so many other secrets. I'll make sure to put in the, tell me a secret below. So that you guys can submit your current secrets. I typically try to do these, you know, like maybe once a month or so. They're fun. They're fresh. I like just like having that little bit of reaction to it. It's always so fun. So let me know what you guys think. I will make sure to put these things on the Brunch with Desby Instagram as well. Um, so that I have a good idea of like feedback, polls, all of that stuff. So make sure you follow me on Instagram brunch with Desby. Make sure you check out my latest YouTube, my latest everything. Check out my posts. If you haven't kept up with me on Instagram for a while, you know, do a little wraparound. Um, I love you guys and I hope you have an amazing day. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Desbe. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.